0: All right. Well, welcome back to Dwell. On this episode, we are going to be talking again about Show Me Your Ways, O Lord. Teach Me Your Paths. It's a verse from Psalm 25 4. And today on our show, we have Daryl Johnson. If you didn't listen to the last episode with Daryl and you kind of want to know a little bit more about who he is, you definitely should go back and listen to episode one. He just kind of shares um, his story about how he came to know Jesus. And it's a very impactful. story. definitely made me cry. Um, So it's worth listening to. I mean, not everybody's a crier like me, but I kind (laughs) of like a good cry now and (laughs) again. Anyway, welcome back, Daryl. We're glad you're here with us.
1: Thank you. I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah. And today um, on this episode, I wanted to talk some more about our verse and kind of how you see it intersecting with your life. And so we're talking about how God leads us and directs our paths. Um, So was there ever a time in your own life that you felt like God was leading you to step out and do something?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's several times, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty common thing. And I think sometimes we might not always listen, but one uh, primary thing that I think about is starting crossover hoops. Yeah. Um, Started it I guess like eight or nine years ago now. But, um, when it started, it was basically just me working with a couple of kids after school for fun, just cause mm-hmm. I cared about them and wanted to invest in them. And then, um, as I was doing it, I was building a relationship with them and I wasn't really using it as a ministry opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and my wife actually had the conviction to, to say, you know, you should really use this as a way to minister to these kids. And, um, my Wives wife's have incredible. a lot of
0: good advice, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And my <laughs> wife is amazing. Um, I know you've known her since she was young and grown yes. up with Vera and everything. but yeah, uh, so
0: backstory, Daryl's <laughs> wife, Melinda, was best friends with my little sister Vera, who's ten years younger than me who started Dwell with me. So if you've heard Vera on Dwell, you know who she is. This is one of Vera's absolute closest best friends. And she is an incredible gal. She has always been, like, super funky fun. So great to be around. <laughs> yeah. and now just, like, such a... Like, her life is just so beautiful in her walk, uh, her faith. And, I mean, she just has done some incredible things in her life. So one of these days, we're going to have to have Melinda on here.
1: You should. You really should. That would be awesome. Yeah. So she's the one who really... um kind of first planted that seed of thinking about using it as a ministry and at the time it was really nothing it was just me working with a couple of kids so um, and once you said that I felt more and more convicted to uh, begin doing that and as I did other people started to come to me and ask me to work with their kids you know maybe parents or kids would come and ask like can I work out with you too And um, God just started bringing all these opportunities to me, you know, and I wasn't really seeking them. I wasn't I wasn't trying to start a ministry or start, you know, any of this stuff. And it just kind of started to snowball and people started to to seek me um, Mm -hmm. to work with their kids and mentor their kids. And uh, once I surrendered it to the Lord, that's when it really began to grow and God just blessed it. Um, I came up with the name crossover hoops and, you know, started putting it out there and, um, it's grown from just working with a couple of kids to, I think in 2019, we've worked with a lot around 1500 kids and we've been able to share the gospel with them. And, um, so it's, it's incredible to, to see it grow like that and to see God bless it and do what he's done with it. And like I said, it just, it started from nothing and, um, that was something where it wasn't really um, something that I had planned, but I know that God had that path for me, and he had it planned for me so
0: I think that's amazing. One of the things I recently read a book that um, was called it's called "Made for this" by Jenny Allen and in the book, it's kind of like a personal Bible study it's an awesome book, mm-hmm. but it helps you kind of walk through um the things that God has sort of um, made you for, you know, mm-hmm. and has you kind of do a self inventory of like, what are, what are my passions? What are the things that I'm gifted at? You know, mm-hmm. what are the the influences that I have in my life and the the connection points that I have? Um, and sort of what's my history and how do all those things sort of tie together to make a, a, a place that God would have for me in this season of life. Mm-hmm. And so it was really awesome just in thinking about how God uses our passions and our talents and our giftings and our, you know, our experiences and all of that, like your experiences of playing basketball and, you know, just reaching out to kids and having a passion to do that just, just because that's something that you wanted to do, that God mm-hmm. would take that and multiply it and grow it and and put you in such a great position of, of influence and in ministry, like,
1: does that just yeah. kind of blow your
0: mind a little
1: bit? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think, like you said, I think we may not see it, but mm-hmm. all throughout our life, God's preparing us for something, you know, so mm-hmm. like all of your experiences, like you said, your unique gifts and abilities, um, your interest, all those things, you know, and and to me growing up, basketball was really an idol for me. Mm-hmm. So um, for God to to take that once I surrendered my life to him and to use that as a ministry opportunity for me to be able to share the gospel and invest in, you know, as many as many people as I'm able to now is is an incredible thing. And, um, you know, I never would have thought of that, but I think God had that plan all along as, um, as He was preparing me for that, so.
0: I just think that's so cool. That is so cool. So as you, like, first off, before I ask that question I have one other question what does crossover hoops mean
1: like what the does name. it mean you said you okay, yeah so... you said you
0: named named <laughs> it crossover hoops so I just wondered is it crossover like crossing over from like from something to something else or
1: so in basketball one of the most popular moves is a crossover so if you're oh, a basketball okay. person you probably picked up on that maybe um, I'm not, so obviously I'm thinking
0: somebody's crossing over a bridge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so the crossover is like a popular move, but the logo for it is like a cross, Mm -hmm. and then it's like a fraction, like over hoops, like a basketball. So it's saying you put your your faith is more important than basketball, like your faith is over basketball. But it's like also a play on words with like the crossover, you know? the move yeah. so I love that so, <laughs> yeah I think a lot of people don't realize it and then they it like clicks and they're like oh wow like so it's pretty funny yeah
0: I love it I love it well I wouldn't you would have had to definitely explain it to me because I have no yeah. idea what the <laughs> is at all so
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I'm sure basketball people get it and that's yeah great. I think so but <laughs> that's your audience that's your audience not me yeah. I'm definitely not a basketball person so um not that I don't think that what you're doing is awesome i think it's great but yeah i'm definitely that that went way over my head (laughs) but i love (laughs) when something has a double meaning that is like a personal favorite or an idiom or you know things like that i love puns word things so i love that you did that way to go
1: (laughs) yeah thanks (laughs)
0: Uh, so one other question in relationship with all of this because i just want to i just want to hear like so how do you um how do you integrate faith into your ministry with crossover hoops? Like, do you have like Bible study component or like, what does it look like just more um, as you're doing drills or, or both or how does that work?
1: Yeah. So um, I do a lot of camps around all around uh, Missouri, Illinois and Iowa is basically where we do everything at. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do camps and at the end of each camp, about the last 30 minutes or so. Um, I share a message with the kids. You know, I just share the gospel with them, Mm -hmm. talk to them about who Jesus is, um, what he's done for them, what it means to follow him. And then um, I pray with them. I hand out life books, which um, if you're not familiar with that, it's basically just the New Testament Mm -hmm. and it's geared towards kids. There's also a part in the back that has Um, scripture related to things they may be going through, like peer pressure, um, relationships, different things like that. So um, we hand those out. So that's kind of what we do with camps is Mm -hmm. we just share that message at the end. And it's incredible because, you know, every camp I do, I just think like there might be kids here who have never heard the gospel before. Yeah. Basketball has given me the opportunity to share it. I think that's incredible. And another thing I also think about is like, you know, there's kids here who maybe don't ever get encouraged. Like they've never been around a Christian. They've never seen the love of Jesus. So like, you know, I just pray that God would just direct me to those people, you know, and just show them, show them what that looks like and what that is, you know? Um, Yeah. so, and I'll never forget. I had, I do camps for all ages, kindergarten, all the way through high school. I work with a lot of college players, overseas professionals. But um, at one camp I had, uh, he was in kindergarten through third grade. I'm not sure which grade he was in, but I shared the gospel and I was like, all right, we're going to pray. And he raised his hand. He's like, what does that mean? What is praying? Mm. You know? So I always think about that kid and I'm like, you know, it's just, I think with the camps is just planting seeds, you know. Yeah. Just sharing the gospel, and and I tell them every time, like no matter where you're at with your relationship with God, my prayer would be that when you leave here, you want to know more about Him. Mm. You know, so if you've gone to church and you know who He is, maybe you've given your life to Him. Like, I just pray that your relationship would be stronger whenever you leave, and you'd want to continue to draw close to Him. You know, and if you've never heard of Him before, you don't know anything about Him you know, the same that you would, that you would seek him and want to know more about him. So that's really the goal with the camps. And then I think, um, I do a lot of more individualized training and that's more for like the college players, overseas professionals, you know, some of the high school players. And, and with that, I work with them pretty consistently and it's a one-on-one. So that's more of like a mentorship, um, Mm. type of situation where I, you know, I really build a relationship with them. I talk to them frequently um, and just kind of mentor them and disciple them. So um, that's kind of the avenues, I guess, that we use um, to share the gospel and and do that. So
0: I think that's awesome. Do you feel like there's like, I don't know, if there's a preference that you would have? Do you love more doing the camps or do you love more of that one-on-one time?
1: Or is it kind of uh, just the same? Yeah, I really, I like both. Like there's things I really love about doing both. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the relationship part of um, the one-on-one, mm-hmm. you know, those individualized workouts, but I also really enjoy doing the camps, you know? So, and that gives, I feel like the camps gives you an opportunity to share the gospel to more people. Yeah. Um,
0: kind of broad brush strokes. a little Yeah, bit.
1: exactly. But like I said, the, individual workouts give you an opportunity to build that relationship and really go deeper than that. So I like both. Um, so cool. And I think both are, are important, you know, in a different yeah. way.
0: Well, I love to hear about how God is using the things that he's already given you and the, the passions and the, the, the desires of your heart to grow his kingdom in such a unique way. And, and like that you have, um, an inroad, with a certain population of people that other Christians, other people just, we don't have, you know, like I Mm -hmm. couldn't do that for sure, but here you are in your own sphere of influence doing something for the Lord. And I just think it's really cool.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to wrap up this episode and we will have Daryl again one more time. So tune in for our final episode. And uh, we just look forward to hearing more from you, Daryl.
1: Thank you. I'm excited about it.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at DwellDifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.